and welcome to the Graduate Teacher Learning Series podcast channel. I'm Ben and I will be hosting this episode in the podcast series. In this podcast series, we are going to look at how the resources within the Victorian teaching and learning model are being used within different Victorian school contexts. The Victorian Teaching and Learning Model, or VTLM, is made up of resources that as a teacher you can use to develop, implement and monitor learning programs tailored to your students' needs. In this series, we will be talking about the High Impact Teaching Strategies, or HITS, the Practice Principles and the Pedagogical Model. Teachers can use the VTLM to establish, enhance or modify pedagogical practice to promote excellence and consistency in teaching and learning across the school. Okay, so sit back and relax, and let's get into this edition of the Graduate Teacher Learning Series podcast, talking to an expert. Can you please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about where you are working and your history in education? Sure. My name is Kiralee George. I am a professional learning communities regional manager and I'm based in the outer east area of the northeastern Victorian region, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um... I have been in this role for almost 12 months now and I work within the PLC initiative or the Professional Learning Communities initiative and assist schools to effectively embed PLCs across their school. My history, I've been in schools for about 20 odd years. Um, I've worked right through the system, tried to teach at every year level. My background is as a primary school teacher. Of my 20 years experience, it has been in outer east or inner east schools um, and certainly in primary schools. And my last role was as a principal of a primary school in the Glen Waverley area. Tell us which of the Victorian teaching and learning model resources you have selected to talk about. Today I've chosen to speak about the HITS, the High Impact Teaching Strategies. The reason I've, I've looked at HITS is because it, it really is the thing that impacts most on my work on a day-to-day basis. And from the professional learning community's perspective, where we are looking at schools, using data and then um, embarking on you know, effective strategies... HITS just highlights best practice and it ensures, it ensures the greatest impact on students. And, and ultimately, what I see effective about the HITS is that we have a great profession um, and it's built by, from my perspective, the greatest reward came from the, the impact that you can have on students and through using HITS, you have an opportunity to do that. And I think, you know, teaching is a complex profession. It's, it's not as easy as um, people think and so the HITS help to reduce some of that complexity. Um, and I also think it's a great, I'm very research based. I, I've, uh, you know, certainly enjoyed some masters in, in my career, through my career, um, learning, um, uh, undertaking a masters and so the HITS is a great jumping point, um, jumping off point for research based practice and it opens your eyes to looking further um, how you can access research beyond the HITS according to your specific need.
Can you tell us a bit more about why you've chosen it? Absolutely. So I've chosen um, the HITS because it sits very strongly in the area of excellence in teaching and learning within the FISO um, framework. And for me in my current role, it also hits directly some of the other elements within the Victorian teaching and learning model, uh, specifically around evidence-based teaching strategies, which is a practice principle number seven. And what we do in PLC is really hone into um, evidence-based practice to have the highest level of impact on student outcomes. And, you know, the, the focus from Pfizer's perspective and from all, you know, our, our moral purpose is to build student outcomes. And I think that the HITS sits firmly across all areas of the FISO framework, plus also Victorian teaching and learning, so that we can actually do that as, a, as in classrooms, as in schools, and also at, at a system level. Can you give us some examples of how you or your colleagues are using or have used HITS in your own practice? So within um, my experience, I also have the opportunity to be part of the Leading Literacy for Networks program. And very much within that, we explore where HITS falls within the workshop model in literacy. So all elements of the HITS fit into different elements of the workshop model. So for instance, as we explore the workshop model, and, and many schools are embarking on using the workshop model within the literacy sessions, the notion of you know using setting goals, the, the first high impact teaching strategy, they're using that within the opening learning intentions and success criteria component of the workshop model. We also, you know, when you talk about using a mini lesson. The hits fit right into explicit teaching. You can use worked examples. You can use the notion of questioning. You can use metacognitive strategies all to connect that mini lesson and, and really focus in on what you're trying to teach to the students in that particular session. As the children break out, I, I've seen schools explore collaborative learning, feedback, using feedback with students and, and questioning as they are engaging in their work time and also you know from a teacher perspective as a teacher moves around the room and and confers with different students in the classroom they are embarking and and using feedback and questioning um, and getting the students to think about their learning via the metacognitive strategies so from that perspective I certainly see it within the workshop model on a day-to-day basis and in going into schools and taking learning walks in schools you can see that that's practice across those particular areas. From myself, within PLC, our focus is very much on the improvement cycle and using the process of evaluating and diagnosing to the prioritising and set goals, setting goals to um, developing a plan for the work that, that students are going to be engaged in and then implementing and monitoring. I very much see the hits being used at that point where teachers go, okay, where we know that our students, the data has told us that our students need this, so therefore our focus point and our goal is this. Where can we actually explore the hits or use one of those hits to build what we're not seeing the students being able to do. So when when the student-centred problem is that the students are unable to do something, what can we do as teachers differently to ensure that they are able to do that? And that's where the hits come in. So from my perspective, 
I see it across a lot of areas and it also actually impacts on my work. Uh, I certainly think about how when I present to principals and present to staff, I think about how I can actually apply those hits to maximise the learning from an adult perspective as well. In a school, as we know, there's no one-size-fits-all. Context is everything. Being that you work for the department, tell me a bit about your context and how the HITS works within it. So as a professional learning communities regional manager, I work on a day-to-day basis with um, schools, instructional leaders, with principals, and most recently I can I can certainly have a I've got a great example of where the hits have been used to improve the work for those particular schools I was working in country Victoria with a colleague and we were working with a, a cluster of schools and um, it, the the school leadership team was attempting to provide supports to the broader uh, school teams in its first inquiry cycle challenge that it was undertaking. So the hits became very pertinent within that in that the schools and the the teams had identified um, a focus point through really delving into their data and finding something quite small that um, they needed to work on. And then as a leadership group, we all thought about, well, what what could um, help those schools and that the teachers in those classrooms bring about change for the students. And so we went straight back to the hits and and chose four particular hits on this occasion and it was a maths-focused problem and we thought that um, explicit teaching, multiple exposures, worked examples and questioning would have been four really pertinent hits to for those schools to be focusing in on and using um, and then we're going to leave it up to the teachers based on their problem to choose for themselves. And so we essentially scaffolded a, a planning structure for the individual schools based around the hits. So now they were going back to their schools, going to work with them next week around which hit is going to be the most effective to bring about the change in student learning that they're seeking. And, you know, not only were they using the HITS placemat, which is a great resource, but they've gone straight back to the High Impact Teaching Strategies uh, resource booklet to really delve into those particular strategies and work out what's going to be the best for these students. So that's where I've seen it, in that schools have said, okay, student-centred problem, the data tells us this, what do we need to be doing differently and and which strategy we're, we're going to go to? And in this case... It was about the leadership teams scaffolding that first cycle for the teachers um, in their schools. As a part of your role, have you seen any school adapt how they use HITS to fit their context? One thing about the HITS is that they are very... You can use them flexibly and so agile teachers use them in quite different ways and I've certainly seen 
uh, feedback used effectively in classrooms in uh, at, at a primary school level where they the teachers are using bump it up walls and so they've identified key components for students that they need to attempt to achieve in their writing specifically and so therefore not only do they know what their goals are going to be and how they can move through that but the bump it up wall gives them a visible representation of how they're tracking with their learning in consultation with the teacher. So it, it warrants a conversation. It leads to a conversation around where the students think they're up to and where the teachers see they're up to. So that's that feedback that is provided and then students move themselves and bump themselves up the wall as they continue to improve their writing practice. So a bump it up wall is where the, the teachers have created the, the writing continua on the wall for students. They've absolutely stepped out each component of the writing task that the students are aiming to achieve. Students' names sit on that bump up wall where they currently sit and then they can see visually where they've got to go for the next particular step. And once they have spoken to the teacher and realised that, yes, we actually have achieved this one, they can move them up that that bump it up wall. So they get the opportunity to to continue to see their own learning, but the bump it up notion is quite literally how can I bump myself to that next stage through a focused approach with my own learning. What I've also seen is teachers in secondary schools using writing, um, using actually vocabulary continua to set goals for students and then work with them to reach the next level of their own learning and that forms a very core part of um, what they're trying to achieve and the prioritising and setting goals component within the improvement cycle. Um, And so the teachers know where the students are going and the students also know where they're heading as well. So really feedback, a lot of visual representations of feedback are becoming more and more evident within classrooms um, from all the way from, from the prep year levels where they have writing continua on walls to the secondary schools where they are using um, the continue themselves to set goals. So that's certainly evident a lot of, you know, across a lot of different areas. As you know, the Graduate Teacher Learning Series is designed to bring specialised content to graduate teachers as they enter the profession. How do you see a graduate teacher using the HITS? The, the HITS provide a really great foundation for teachers, as I've indicated before, in terms of how they can um, embed impact impactful strategies within their classroom. So if I was a graduate teacher again, I'd go back to thinking about um, how can I firstly learn about the high impact teaching strategies? And there are a lot of resources around that. As I, you can certainly use the placemat, you can use the the written resources. And I'd be attempting to simply get an understanding of what they are, the benefits of them, and what impact they can have on student learning just through reading about them. Again, if I was a lucky enough to have a mentor as a graduate teacher, then I'd be thinking about how I would work with my mentor to really build my understanding of those particular practices. I'd sit and work with them around, well, what's going to have the most effect? How am I going to, you know, build my practice most effectively at this stage by really honing my skills in one of the particular hits. Now, that's not to say that you use hits in isolation because you certainly use all of them at different points, but how can I really deepen my understanding and deepen my practice in a particular hit? And I would sit and work with them around the focus that I might have. Um, And then with either my mentor or my learning specialist, I would 
try and have the opportunity to observe those particular the hit that I was focusing in on in practice and have an opportunity to talk about um, how the learning specialist potentially used that that hit and what I noticed um, and so that gave me then a little bit of evidence and, and thought about what I could possibly do next in my classroom um, and then I would hone that practice in my schools and ask for others to observe me I very much part of, of how we exist now in education is the notion of peer observations and improving practice through that. So I would ask the experienced, more experienced teacher to come and observe me in my classroom and let them know that I've been focusing on whatever particular hit that is, whether it's, you know, metacognitive strategies, and say, where have you seen that in my practice? What am I doing well? What do you think I could improve on? And really seek some really um, meaty feedback, I would say. Not not you're doing that really well, but seek, well, but what could I do next to improve it even further? So from my perspective, I would be trying to broaden my knowledge of the hits, but also deepen my knowledge of the, the individual hits that it's going to work mostly in my particular classroom. But I would also be working with my team. Um, long gone are the days when you can work in isolation. So if I, you're part of a collaborative team, you'd be looking at, again, very similar to the PLC cycle that, that I work within on a daily basis, as you'd be saying, well, okay, our students, collectively our students aren't able to do this. What hit would be really relevant for us to apply in this particular context? And learn together. Learn about... Um, multiple exposures, learn about how we can um, really get that right in our classrooms and, and again use peer observations and feedback to hone our practice as a team and ensure consistency across the classrooms because that is the biggest difference that we see in education is from classroom to classroom. So working with a particular team and building our knowledge of these hits and in building everybody's practice will ensure that um, all of the children under your care are going to be um, experiencing the best possible learning that they can. So I'd say, you know, delve into them, understand them and then apply them in your practice but continue to get feedback around that because um, the only question that is a silly question is the one that you don't ask. So keep asking questions about how you can be a better practitioner. The um, Our focus in education is on student outcomes and the best way to achieve that is having every classroom as the best practitioner in the classroom that they can be and I think HITS really support that and working collaboratively um, and you know working as a, a seeker trying to find um, improved practice is the one way that you can do that as a graduate teacher. And finally the um, one way to apply your HITS would be to use it within your school's instructional model. Within the Victorian teaching and learning model there's also the 5E pedagogical model but a lot of schools have their own instructional model so I'd be thinking about and looking at my our instructional model and say what HIT is going to be most pertinent in that particular area. As I mentioned before they're certainly designed to be used flexibly but when you're planning, when you're thinking about applying your own school's instructional model, what's going to be the focus hit for for the particular, for each area of your instructional model? Because there is going to be something that have more of a focus, but as you hone your skills around understanding them all, they'll start to be applied more flexibly across each area, and in, in, you know, from the beginning to the end of your lesson structure. And that's it for the Graduate Teacher Learning Series podcast. Thank you to our guests for sharing their experiences and thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.